Do you hear that? Stop. Listen for a sec. That's the sound of background noise, and it's starting right now. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise today. I am so pumped for today's episode because I freaking love funk music. And there's just not a lot in Canada in general, so it's kind of hard to find. But I'd made your funk on a while ago from the Yukon. Oh my God, they were awesome. But today I have for you the Commotions, a 12-piece it's huge. It's like a whole choir. Funk band from Ottawa. It's, it's going to be a commotion. <laughs> uh, but I'm sitting down with Brian today. I was like, to get the show started, I'll just let you tell me a little bit about yourself, your role in the band, and kind of the shtick with the commotions. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me, Tara. Um, hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Brian, and uh, my band is called The Commotions. We're from Ottawa. We're a 12-piece band, uh, which sounds crazy, and it kind of is, uh, but it's super fun. Um, I put the band together, so uh, my role in the band is uh, I'm the main songwriter, uh, the arranger, and uh, I put the project together uh, about 10 years ago, actually, believe it or not. And um, I put the band together. I play saxophone in the band, and I put the band together um, after... I was uh, touring as uh, the saxophonist for uh, a couple of funk bands uh, and Motown bands. Uh, one particular called uh, the Funk Brothers, uh, so the legendary Funk Brothers out of Detroit. So every time they would come to Canada, mainly Ontario, um, I was lucky enough to get the call to play saxophone with them for like five or six years. And it was amazing. Uh, the Funk Brothers, of course, they were the, the backup band for uh, most Motown artists and recorded in the Motown studios. Um, and, uh, it was a time I'll never forget. So every time I came off the road, I was like, you know what? I could, I'm going to try to write. I love this music because it meets, it's like a combination of pop music, which I love, <clears throat> excuse me, and jazz, which I love thrown together. It's like soul music and Motown. And, uh, I started to write an album. Uh, our first album, um, called let me see you dance was under the name Delbert and the commotions. And uh, the reason why that name was chosen is because Delbert Nelson was the touring singer of the Funk Brothers. So I wrote this, I wrote this uh, album and I, you know, I called him up and I said, listen, would you come to Canada and record this with us? And he said, absolutely. So uh, we brought him to Canada and we recorded with him. It was an amazing experience. Uh, that band got to play a couple festivals, which is super fun. <laughs> but <clears throat> excuse me, having him in Detroit, me in Canada. You know, that, that was going to be difficult enough as it was. And I was very uh, lucky to have friends in the community, uh, Rebecca Noel, uh, Jeff Rogers, and Mackenzie DeMillo, who are amazing world-class vocalists that also love the band, and they said they would front the band. So I have three amazing singers. Um, we've done two records since that, so Volume 2 and Volume 3. And we just released Volume 3 at the end of October. So it's still got that fresh new car smell and uh, it's very, very exciting and I love it. And, uh, and I'm honored to be on your show, Tora. So thanks for having me. Amazing. The volume three is so much fun. I have had that on repeat the past few oh, days. Oh, thank you. Absolutely love it. But one question that has been looming on my mind, where is volume one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the story, right? Uh, and it's kind of the running joke at gigs. So, Volume one is actually, uh, it's on Apple Music, uh, but it's not called Volume One. It's called Let Me See a Dance, and it's under the name Delbert and the Commotions, because that's really how the band started. Um, and uh, for some reason, it's not on Spotify. I've got to figure out why it's not. Uh, it's on my to-do list. But uh, but that was really fun. It kind of got me introduced to, to being a band leader, and... Uh, and now I've been doing it for 10 years, which is crazy. I can't, I can't believe the commotions is 10 years old now, but uh, it is, it is what it is. Awesome. Congratulations on oh, being a band you. for 10 years. We'll get that off as well, because yeah. that is an incredible feat to be completely honest. Like, and I, I still have some of my hair <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes, and I'm still married, which is amazing. Honestly. Yes. Yeah. That, that is something <laughs> to be proud of. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk a little bit about volume three the newest one that just came out we'll talk about that first i guess we'll start with it only seems appropriate to start with feel the commotion because that's 
what we're about to do here in this episode. We are going to feel the commotion. You're going to dance. You're going to have fun. It's going to be great. Uh, why don't you tell me about that song in particular? Sure. So um, I have this running uh, gag about mentioning the word commotion in a bunch of our songs. So um, it's not the first time, but I, I it's the first time we've put it in the title. And um, I wrote the tune with uh, my co-producer, um, uh, Alex Masconardi and Rebecca Noel, our vocalist. And we were really thinking like a pop tune. I, you know, we were listening to, you know, I, I'm a big fan of the Jonas Brothers. Uh, so we're listening a lot to their music. And uh, we're thinking like, I think we can try to, to write a tune uh, more in the pop vein, um, add a lot of strings and add a lot of horns. And I think that would be really cool. It kind of meets like, I don't know, a little throwback of Jamiroquai and, you know, things like that. And so we wrote this tune with like a dance club in mind and it kind of, you know, the lyrics talk about, well, it's a dance club, uh, but really, you know, stop sitting on the sidelines, stop looking at your phone uh, and uh, get out there and, um, you know, shake what your mama gave you. <laughs> I love that. And I mean, really, you have named yourself a great name to set yourself up for so many puns. I'm glad that you took yeah. full advantage of that <laughs> in the music. So true. So true. <laughs> awesome. We're going to spin feel the commotion right away here. We're all going to feel the commotion together. It's going to be great. And then when we come back, I want to talk about the 2020 single that's also going to be on this album because when I heard this song, it went into like six different playlists. I was like, I need to hear this song all the time. But first, we're about to feel the commotion here. <laughs> Thank you. 
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We are back. Thank you so much for listening to Background Noise today. I really hope you felt the commotion in that last song because we're sitting down with Brian here, one of the members of a 12-piece funk band out of Ottawa called The Commotions. They just released their third album, Volume 3, it's on Spotify and all your music listening platforms. It is so much fun to listen to. Um, but one song in particular, I literally cannot get it off of this song. Uh, 2020 single, New Suit. What a fun song. Tell me about New Suit. So I always, uh, um, I was watching, um, what was I watching that TV show? Um, How I Met Your Mother. And uh, Barney uh, would always say, suit it up. Right. And I was like, man, that is such a great title for a song. And I want to write a tune about a suit. And so I collaborated with, uh, I wrote this one with uh, Jeff Rogers, the vocalist, and uh, Alex Masmerati. And um, we came up with this kind of idea of a new suit, you know, and, and uh, I love Saturday Night Live, that whole kind of sound. And so we brought those elements into this track. So it sounds like, you know, Saturday Night Live, um, and it's all about having confidence, you know, wearing a new suit, and uh, it's a party vibe. And there's this wicked saxophone solo um, that uh, Augie Bello is this amazing saxophonist from New York City, and we asked him to collaborate with us on this track, and he so graciously said yes. Uh, he's amazing. He's like a huge influence on Spotify. Um, he plays... Uh, you know, he, he plays all over New York and all around. He was with Teddy Swims for for a while, too. And he's we love him. He's amazing. So he does that sax solo uh, on this track. And it uh, really has that kind of Saturday Night Live kind of vibe. It honestly did. It reminded me a lot of the Tight Pants song from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mixed with, yes. yeah, Barney's, like, new suit, suited up kind of yeah. vibe. Like, I love this song. And oh, thank it, you. And I mean, really, because, like, I definitely, I've gotten, like, a new blazer. And when you, like, put on that new blazer, you're like, man, I'm going to get any job that I apply for. That's, that's exactly, I mean, when, you, when you're wearing something that gives you confidence, like a new suit, right? Yeah, the, you are unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. So this was a song that went into, like, six of my playlists. I hope this mm. becomes the listener's new pump-up feel-good song. Cause it just, we're hoping. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another song I wanted to talk about too, uh, off that volume three album is, uh, where does the love go? Cause mm-hmm. that song was also, I mean, the whole album was great, but I do love like the funky love songs as mm-hmm. well. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about where does the love go? Sure. Uh, so that was a tune I wrote with a really great songwriter in Ottawa, and his name is Northeastern. Uh, very prolific. Writes hundreds of songs a year. He's a huge inspiration for me. And uh, he has his own amazing work out there in albums that you can go purchase. I suggest you all do. Um, so this was a tune. We got together. We wrote a tune. And we came up with this kind of demo. And it was actually more in a country vibe. And, uh, and, and we both really liked it. We really wanted to do something with it. And I knew I really wanted to do another Commotions record. And I've been listening to one of my hugest influences is a band called Chicago. I love Chicago. Uh, they're, especially their ballads. I mean, I was just listening to them this morning. I was cleaning my house and I asked uh, Alexa to play me some Chicago and she did. It was amazing. And um, so I got a really great arranger who lives in Ottawa. His name is Mark Ferguson. And I presented him with this idea. I said, you know, I got this tune. Um, it's in a country vibe right now but I want it to be rearranged uh, for the commotions. And uh, he took on that challenge and he knocked it out of the park. Uh, it's uh, I, I know I, I played this track for both my, my mother-in-law and my mom, and they both cried at the end. I was like, well, I hope that's good tears and not bad tears. But uh, so far it's, it's been kind of the, I mean, I don't know if I could say, it's been the most popular, I'm not going to say hit, but it's been the most most popular song on the record so far. So it's really it's really nice that people are connecting with it. And it got on a bunch of playlists on Spotify, which is really nice. 
And so thank you for all of those that are listening on Spotify and sharing on your playlists. And it really helps uh, independent musicians like us out because uh, at the end of the day, most records don't make their money back. So anything you could do to help out would be amazing. Anyway, that's a little plug. But um, but yeah, so that, that tune, it was a ballad and, um, and we got it on the record. I'm so happy about it. It's really great. And kind of on the note, just about supporting indie artists, I noticed like as a record collector myself, this album is available on vinyl, is it not? It is. It is. It's the first time we've ever done that. And uh, I love the vinyl um, pressing. Uh, it's my favorite medium of this record. Um, and it's just got, it has a much warmer sound. And I love it. It's, 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 uh, yeah, I do love it. And so we'll be, we'll be uh, making vinyl from now on. Sweet. Uh, kind of, what, what was your kind of, thought or what made you want to press a vinyl in today's day and age a great question so um you know as a how do i say this politically correct um i love the streaming world uh it's been a game changer for musicians because it's made every musician uh an international musician uh, we can reach audiences uh near and far and everyone has the power to look us up and play our music from their phones. And that is an amazing thing. It's wonderful. The tricky thing is that there are, I mean, I don't know, I'm gonna take a guess here, maybe about 80,000 songs released every day uh, on Spotify alone. And I love Spotify. I'm a, I'm a paid subscriber of Spotify and Apple Music. And uh, I love them both. I love the Apple because of the, uh, the spatial audio and I love Spotify because of the user interface is amazing and the playlists are unbelievable. Um, it's no surprise that uh, royalties are, are the way they are and rightly so, I understand. Um, but, you know, uh, to put things in perspective, you know, you could support artists by buying a CD or buying a record and, you know, you spend $20 on a CD or $35 on a record that that is what some artists see in a month from streaming services right so you know when we came to you know trying to figure out all right so how like what kind of mediums are we just going to put this out are we just going to do digital or are we going to give our fans a chance to to take the record home um i still love a tangible copy um i miss reading liner notes i miss you know all that information that we don't get uh, from from streaming platforms, and I understand why. It's just it's just too much data, and it just doesn't really make sense. I get that, but I really wanted to uh, to have something. So we uh, did a run of both CDs and vinyl, and I've always wanted to do vinyl. Actually, I even pressed not pressed, but I uh, mastered volume two for vinyl, but I never got around to doing it because of the costs associated. It costs so much money to do vinyl, rightly so. Uh, it's an expensive medium to create. So um, if the record sales go really well for vinyl for volume three, um, I promise uh, that those that really like volume two, that will be available on vinyl uh, sometime next year. Um, just trying to see, you know, plan it for festivals. Maybe I can have both vinyl there. So the reason why we did vinyl is because it's, it's coming back. Uh, vinyl surpassed CD sales uh, for the first time. And um I've started getting into vinyl myself and a bit of a collector. So just being able to hold something that I had a part of or I had to, you know, a big part of uh, is very proud for me. So it's uh, very humbling to, to listen to this on vinyl. So that's why, that's why we did it. And uh, no looking back, uh, no regrets. It was wonderful. And we have, we have this really great vinyl supplier and a great relationship and they do all our CDs and our vinyl. And it was super easy to do. Amazing. I honestly, mm -hmm. I, I love to hear that because you're, you're totally right. Like, uh, I also paid Spotify person. I love Spotify. Mm -hmm. It's how yeah. I discover a lot of artists for my show. It's actually how I, like, make the playlist for my show so I know what songs yeah. I'm talking about. I use it a lot. But I am also still a record collector. I mm -hmm. mean, I, listeners can't see, but you can probably see I have a shelf back yeah, there. I can see I, yeah. I at one point had... I want to say probably like 700 records and then I got sick of moving them because like one record weighs like nothing. But I don't yeah, know how right. I don't know how the the record weight math works because in like 10 records is like 100 pounds. 
Right. So <laughs> yeah. I just got sick of moving them. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I went through, I cleared it out, everything that I didn't like actually, actually listen to and was just like, I had it to have a collection. I yeah. like got rid of and now I just have my core, like my Black Sabbath, my Deep Purple. Um, yeah. And I also have some indie artists there, like Antarcticus, a metal band from the Yukon. Uh, they nice. sent me one of their finals, so that's in a special nice. spot. So when I saw that Volume 3 was available on vinyl, I was like, oh, hell yeah, we got to talk about this. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Well, we are going to spin New Suit and Where Does the Love Go? And then when we come back, I actually want to talk about some of your songs off of Volume 2. <laughs>
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise. Today, we're talking with Brian from The Commotions, a 12-piece funk band out of Ottawa. It's just so much fun. You guys know how much I love funk music. You You can't be sad and listen to funk music at the same time, even if it's a sad song. The music makes it better. hundred <laughs> percent. Absolutely. It makes you dance a little, right? Right. You can dance yeah. the sadness away. <laughs> you can dance the sadness away. Dance the blues away. There we go. I want to talk a little bit about your volume two album. So that one came out quite a while ago in 2017. Um, but I mean, good things take time. So we get that. Um, one of the songs in particular, I really love because it's just another one of those like good it's a feel-good song. Uh, Believe in Yourself. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that song? Uh, sure. Uh, so um, Volume 2 um, was a was a tricky record to get out. Um, I uh, Not many people know this, but I... So I, I wrote that tune because Volume 2 almost never happened. Um, and uh, it was a tough place. I was in a tough place. Uh, to make the record happen, uh, just being an independent musician, um, I pretty much sold all of my in- instruments except for my saxophone and uh, just to try to get the record out there because it costs so much money uh, for an independent musician to release their own record without any kind of label support uh, or distribution support or anything like that. So it costs a lot of money. And so I um, pretty much sold everything I've got uh, to to make that record happen. Uh, other than keeping, you know, my family in uh, under a roof and uh, and whatnot, we were okay. We weren't hurting by any means, but uh, but I just, you know, that's what I had to do to make volume two happen, and no regrets. Uh, but that tune is a tune that I wrote uh, 
just so I would never stop believing in myself. Um, my whole motto with the commotions is go big or go home. And I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but it's music that I really believe in. And, uh, and it's, no one can ever tell me at the end of the day that I didn't give it everything I've got. So, you know, we may not be on the radio and I'm totally fine with that. I get what the commotions is and what the commotions can ever be. Um, I do get that. Um, but I am trying my darnest to get the word out there and, uh, and do, you know, publicity and do marketing and advertising and the whole nine yards and trying to get the band on stage and, uh, the commotions uh, runs me a deficit every single year, but it's worth it because I believe in our music so much. Um, so that I, I go big or I go, I go home every every day with that band. And um, so anyway, that's where that kind of tune came from to, to really never stop believing uh, in what I do. And if, you know, we never find that success that I'm, I'm hoping we ever, that we find in one day, no one can ever tell me that I haven't tried everything I possibly could uh, to, to get there because I've really, especially with volume three, I, I did not take any shortcuts. Uh, we just uh, kind of put everything out on the line for this. Record. Beautiful. Well, if it makes you feel a bit better, this show is on a community radio. Uh, so the commotions will get on the radio. It's just community yes. radio, but you do yes. get like, so can plays with that. They do actually, they're registered. With so Amazing. Hand. So you will get a couple cents from that. Um, so they will be on the radio. <laughs> Just Thank small you. town. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, that I, I really liked volume two because you definitely you got that vibe from volume two of you were just believing in yourself. And then another song on there, too, that kind of goes with that vibe is take a chance. Right. I felt like it all fit together. Why don't you tell me? A little bit about Take a Chance. Sure. Uh, so that's, I mean, I was, I'm a huge Motown lover. I love that sound of Motown. So that was uh, a tune uh, that I wrote with um, uh, Rebecca and David. And um, it is honestly just an old fashioned love song, you know, where uh, the, the, the storyline um, is something like, girl likes a boy, but they're friends. Uh, so he, may not see her in that light, but she wants him to see her in that light. And it all kind of, there's a story to it. And you really find out about the, you know, towards the end of the song, what the story is all about. So try to craft a story, a traditional love story, uh, and really put in that, uh, the Motown vibe and like the harmonic progression, everything just kind of screams Motown. Awesome. Well, we're going to spin those couple songs here. Believe in yourself and take a chance off of volume two from the commotions. And then when we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, some of the songs from volume three.
they took a trash Cause they never had a fire to stoke Right over time that flame will grow And others will claim this all the smoke signals before Trying to take credit but the real credit is yours Cause while they were sleeping you were working breakfast some more And every time that you slip and you fall You feel heavy with the weight of the feet you want Throw in the towel cause you feel like you beat Cause baby life is always gonna take up a leap to background noise like what you hear follow us on instagram at background noise the show for links to episodes playlists and more we are back thank you so much for tuning in to background noise today i hope you're enjoying the music as much as i do i mean i just i love funk i can never get enough of it 
to be completely honest. We're talking with Brian, a 12-piece funk band from the com- ugh, the commotions from Ottawa. Whole mouthful there. Uh, we just listened to a couple songs off of Volume 2, 2017 album. A little bit, little bit later there. But I want to bring it back um, to your Volume 3 album, the one you just released not that long ago. It's so funky and fun and fresh. <laughs> one song, another song that I really, really liked here uh, was What Are We Waiting For? Because what are we waiting for? <laughs> Why don't you tell me a little bit about that song? Sure. Uh, so that's a tune I wrote with uh, our vocalist Jeff Rogers uh, and Mackenzie DeMello. And um, that song is, it's its almost like it crosses the divide a bit. Yes, it's funky, but at the same time, it's kind of got that Chicago rock style happening. Um, of course, all our tunes have a horn section because I play saxophone and I want to play on them. So we have that five-piece horn section uh, on all our music. Um, on the recorded version, we have strings too. There's all all real players. Like volume three, the commotions might be 12 people, but we have 29 musicians on the record uh, that uh, that contributed to volume three. Um, strings, uh, every and every instrument you hear is real. Uh, there's no, uh, we didn't take any, you know, shortcuts or there's no electronic uh, music or anything like that. I mean, we have electronic piano, things like that, but there's no MIDI uh, on it. Uh, everything is real. And so um, what are we waiting for is, is a, again, it's, it's a love song. You know, it really is at the end of the day, uh, kind of a Chicago style rock uh, love song. And it features a, uh, oh, my cat wanted to say hi, uh, features a, a great saxophone solo by um, Sam Greenfield, who's another person I look up to. He lives in New York City, and uh, um, he uh, he's toured with many, many people, including Corey Wong and, and all those people. So he, he was really, really a joy to collaborate with him on, on this tune. Uh, and it's uh, Jeff Rogers, I mean, he just knocks it out of the park. So that's what this whole tune is about. And it's actually, harmonically, it's interesting because... There's a part, like most songs, when you want to elevate a song towards the end of the song, the trick for a composer and arranger is, is you change keys and you move up, right? Or this is like a theory now. It's a theory lesson. Sorry. So you move up uh, in, in, you know, um, whether it be, you know, whatever, chromatically or like whatever. Um, and uh, so like we have a tune on the record called Nothing But You and that it does that. It, it moves up um, chromatically. But this tune, it actually, there's a key change and it goes down. But we were able to create more energy. So it actually sounds like it's anyway, it's, it's kind of a mind bending kind of part of the song, but it's a, it's a highlight for me. So sorry. I'm at the end of the day, I do teach music theory at, at the college. So <laughs> you talk about the music theory stuff. So. That's super cool. Honestly, I love when artists can share those little bits of information because honestly most of my listeners are mm. other musicians <laughs> so they they listen to the show and then yeah they get it they'll get those little yeah. things they'll get those little nuances they'll understand you know when you're trying to build the song up usually you go up the key but then maybe now when we listen to what are you waiting for now they're going to be listening for that key to actually drop and they're actually yeah. going to hear it, right? And they'll yeah. they'll know. So I actually, I love that. I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, one thing I wanted to ask as well, just with having such a big band, how do the live shows go? How does putting that together work? So it's tricky. It really is tricky. Um, I, um, I'm usually a month out. Like right now, I'm, I'm trying to organize a photo shoot. So I'm um, booking the photo shoot for the end of November. So that's, you know, it's, it's tricky. So when it came time to actually, so I'm going to do another shameless self 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 plug here, uh, to have a show with the band. So our album release, um, I decided to wait till the new year. So our album release, I just want to make sure everybody can make it and everybody's there. So album release is until January, January 20th at uh, the Bronson music theater here in Ottawa. And, uh, it's going to be a huge show. Uh, and, um, but I'm usually about a month out. Yeah. Yeah. And I did, sorry, I mentioned, I did fail to mention something about, uh, we were talking about what are we waiting for? And I love the arrangement, the horns on that. And so 
One of my biggest influences, I don't know if you know a band called Tower of Power. There's a, a band from, from Oakland, you know, California, a huge horn band. They've been around literally for 40 years. They're amazing. And um, so I have this, like I said, go bigger, go home mentality. So I contacted the arranger of Tower of Power. And then so he arranged that tune for us. Yeah. That is super cool. Thank you for yeah, adding that cool, in. Yeah. I definitely wrote them down. I, I'm going to check out the Tower of Power after this. Oh, they're so good. Tower I'm, of Power is amazing. I'm excited. I Honestly, I just love the name. The name itself sold me. <laughs> so good. <laughs> well, let's spin. What are we waiting for? Um, and then, unfortunately, do have to kind of wind down the show. It is that time. But do have one more song before we go. But we'll talk about that when we come back. But first... Here is What Are We Waiting For from the commotions off of Volume 3. So excited I can't 
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise today. I hope you enjoyed the episode even half as much as I did. I just, I love funk music. I can never get enough of it. So I was really excited <laughs> to do this interview. Uh, we just listened to What Are We Waiting For? off of the Commotions Volume 3 album. But do have one more song I want to talk about before we end the show here. And it's because the time is now. Eh. There it is. Yeah, I tried to end it on a pun. I always try. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. So why don't you tell me about The Time Is Now? Sure. Uh, time Is Now is um, a tune I wrote with uh, our, our co-producer, uh, Alex Mastronardi. And uh, he helped uh, engineer uh, the record. Uh, we went to Toronto uh, to see uh, Jeff Wolpert, an amazing individual in Toronto, to mix and master. Um, but... Um, uh, Alex and I wrote this tune, Time Is Now, and it's really all about living the now. Um, we have this kind of generation of um, digital delusions and, uh, you know, a lot of us are just kind of living, in, you know, through our phones, which is a little tiny screen, and we're not really paying attention to the world around us. And uh, so we wrote this tune to kind of reflect that, the time is now. And uh, that tune actually um, is, it's very fast. The tempo is very fast. So the horn arrangement on it is, is um, I love it. It's so fun to play. It's tricky. Um, it's, it's high and it's fast. Um, and uh, it was arranged by uh, Michael B. Nelson uh, is another person I reached out uh, just because uh, I wanted, I just wanted to try because the worst, the worst thing anyone could say is no. And I'm like, okay, that's not a problem. I can handle no. And um, so I reached out to Michael. So Michael B. Nelson, uh, he arranged stuff. He was Prince's main arranger. Uh, and he was, um, uh, he's Corey Wong's trombone player and arranger right now. So Corey Wong is another name. If you haven't heard Corey Wong, check him out. He's unbelievable. Uh, Corey, so C-O-R-R-Y and then Wong, W-O-N-G. And uh, he's fantastic. Um, and so I had him arrange this song. And uh, when I got it, I, I, I looked at it and I played through it. I was so excited to play with the band. And it's really a highlight for the band. We love playing this tune. So this is the time is now. Amazing. We're going to listen to that one right away here. But before we go, um, I know you mentioned you do have that album release party in January. Um, and then as well, too, I mean, you just dropped a new album, so we're not expecting too much from you but is there anything else we should be keeping an eye out on the commotions for yeah absolutely we have um videos on the way um we have how many videos four videos uh one's already released for we released feel the commotion but we have a video for um where does the love go we have a video for um the time is now we have a video for new suit and we have a video for nothing but you so four more videos coming out uh, I'm going to do a video for Love in the Fast Lane and a couple more and probably some uh, animation videos as well coming down the pipeline. And we do have almost enough material for volume number four. Um, so it's super exciting. We've been writing nonstop. Uh, so we have songs that, you know, we're, we were almost done finished, uh, finished writing rather, but they just didn't get on this record because we will still want to fine tune them. They're fine tuned now. Um, so they're in our show. So we have about, uh, uh, five or six new tunes, uh, that are, are ready to go or uh, if not soon to ready to go. Uh, and we'll be writing a lot more. So, uh, there'll be a volume four in the near future. It won't be as long as people waited <laughs> between volume two and volume three. I promise that. All right. That's okay. We're, we're not blaming you for that. I mean, there was that <laughs> whole period where like life didn't even happen for a while. Um, yeah. So I like, remember. yeah, that's a, that's a write off. So you guys are doing great. Super stoked to see these music videos come out for one, but also to keep an ear out for volume four. Very, very excited. Well, thank you so much, Brian, for chatting with me today. I had so much fun. Really enjoyed, really enjoyed our little chat. And now is no better time than to finish the show because the time is now. Mm -hmm. 
Well, that's all I got for today, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in to Background Noise. I had a blast. And hey, you know what? If you're a Canadian musician as well and you're thinking, I want to be on the show, just click the link in our Instagram bio at Background Noise the Show and we'll try to set something up.